Hey guys, welcome to Baby Mama Guru, the podcast. I'm your host, Monique. And on this episode, I will be talking about self-care and self-compassion. Um, I had stated um, on one of these episodes how I am in therapy. And I want to say Monday, I felt like cutting my hair off. I have this thing where um, <clears throat> ever since it was 2017, I started cutting my hair. If you know me in the past, you know, I've always had a lot of hair. Um, but now I probably cut my hair like every three to six months. Um, but I haven't cut my hair in like six months. I want to say maybe six months. So uh, something just like. Whenever, whenever I'm feeling out of control, I have this de- uh, this desire to cut my hair, and so I'm just thinking like Monday. I'm like, oh, I'm about to cut my hair off um, because you know I just wasn't in cons- in control of this uh, situation. And so as I am talking to my uh, therapist, he's just telling me he's just like you know, you know, asking the questions like why do you feel like you do this or why do you feel like that. And I'm just uh, thinking, I'm thinking. And then as we're talking, I realize I'm cutting my hair because I am creating another problem. Like, so say my problem is, okay, we can use, for example, we can say my baby daddy isn't paying child support. So my baby daddy's not paying child support. So I'm going to go to let me cut my hair off because now this is a problem that I am in control of. I am not in control of him not paying child support, but I can be in control of like, oh, I want braids or I want to put my hair in a ponytail and my hair isn't long enough. And so I'm just like, he's just like, so you just create another uh, problem. But long as you're in control, it's fine. You know, and it's like, as long as I have somebody to blame, it's fine. And he's just like, uh... And he was just like, so what can you do to to change that? Like whenever you're having, um, you know, a negative thought or something that you're not in control of, like, what can you do? You know, what positive can you do? And um, he's just like, so, for example, you know, I was telling him about the podcast, how I enjoy it or whatever. And he's just like, so, yeah. So when you having these thoughts, he was like, you can you can talk about it. You can, um, you know, do that right. Type it up. Talk about it. Instead of cutting your hair, he was just like, you have to find uh, the positive. And he was just like, you know, uh, even he was like, and that's where self-care come in, um, you know, uh, get your nails done, um, relax, take a hot bath, light some candles, all those things. And I'm telling him, you know, like, you know, I do those kind of things, but it's never, it's never when I'm feeling stressed out. It's never like, oh, I'm stressed out. Let me run me a hot bath. It's always like this is just what I want to do at the time. It uh, is never uh, like a real reason. Um, even if it's like, oh, if I have a babysitter, yeah, for like something like that. If I have a babysitter and just normal weekday, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to take me a hot bath, but it's never at the cause of stress. And he was like, you have to start, um, you know, just changing that. Like, so when you stressed out, you need to uh, go to self-care. And he was like, and when you're not in control of something, that's where um, self-compassion comes in. And he's just like, you have to give yourself some grace because um, I have always been a person like, 
any problem that I ever truly have, it is, it would always be financial. Like it would be, or it would be like, uh, or getting a babysitter, you know, it would be like, man, um, I want to get my nails done, but my boys need to get haircuts or I want to even use my nails again. I want to get my nails done, but Oh, I have to worry about paying my cell phone bill. That's I hate paying my cell phone bill. That is the worst bill that I think God created. And so for something like that, I always, and then I go to, man, um, and I try not to have regrets, but I always take it back to, man, if I never had sex, then I would not have children. Then I would not have to worry about not being able to get what I want or not being able to do what I want. Um, you know, and he was just saying, does like, you know, does whatever you want happen or like whatever you're asking for, does it happen? And I'm just like, yeah, but just never when I wanted to. And he's just like, but it happens. And he's like, why does it happen? I was like, cause God, like, I, um, you know, he always work it out. Like no matter what it is, he always work it out. And he was just like, so you impatient. I'm like, yes, I am extremely impatient. And then with my impatience, it starts to bring me these regrets, these regrets that I really don't want to have because I always take it to like everything. It'd be like a trail. Like if I didn't do this and this wouldn't happen and I wouldn't have to worry about this or if a friend was having um, something and I couldn't get a babysitter and it's like, oh, I would be able to do that if I didn't have kids. But then at the same time, my children are, uh, and this is something he told me, he was like, you need to give yourself some grace, like, and you need to, um, basically give yourself some praise because, you know, of course the life I live or the, uh, what I do as far as, um, providing for my children and being able to provide for myself it is definitely um something to applaud but and he was just saying like I don't like really give myself the credit and it's true because you know I'm not really like braggy or nothing and it's like you know sometimes I should be I feel like you know sometimes I'm too modest or too humble about some things but he was just like no like it is okay because in the same sense, I'm like, if I didn't have children or whatever, I'd be able to just always do what I want when I want it. But at the same time, because I have children, I have been extremely, extremely motivated um, to do the things that I'm doing now because he had also asked like, what were my goals? Like, what did I want to be? And for me, I used to watch shows, like I said in the very first episode, I want to say it was the first episode. I'm not sure which episode, but it's one of them. I talked about like wanting to be a teacher because I watched Kindergarten Cop. I um I wanted to be a boxer, I believe after Million Dollar Baby. I don't know if that's what the movie's called. I I wanted to be a Playboy bunny. I used to watch um Girls Next Door, the Hugh, well, Hugh Hefner. I used to watch it all the time, like whatever I watched and I was really into it, I was like, oh, this is what my life's going to be. But then, you know, my Playboy Bunny dream kind of died because I was like, oh, I got pregnant and I had stretch marks and I was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. So yeah. And then also, you know, Hugh Hefner is now dead. So it wouldn't be the same. Um, 
but yeah, I was just like, I never really, like, I never really had a plan, you know, and, and now I'm doing it. I remember, um, just all, like I say, like, as you, like, as you, uh, listen to the episodes, as you hear me talk about all the jobs I've had, I have literally never stopped working to provide for my son, never stopped working. And then even when I, um, was, when I had my second son, I, I was in school. I was back in school. I was working like a 12 hour job. And then also being a mom, like my grind, it really never stopped. And, um, I think somebody just emailed me. I am doing, doing this during the work day. Um, don't tell my boss. Um, yeah. So, like it just never stopped and it's definitely like if I didn't have my children I wouldn't be where I'm at today I wouldn't have a career you know at 27 or I wouldn't even have this honestly I wouldn't have this podcast to to talk about it uh because I that's what it's about it's about me being a mom a single mom or whatever a baby mama whatever you want to call it and so it's just like it's definitely just like I have to um like he say just give myself some grace and just have self-compassion for myself and like just understand like you know Monique it is okay um you don't always have to be in control of something I am not always gonna have it figured out um but for the most part what I do have figured out I need to you know pat myself on the back and so that's like for anybody listening it's just like we do a lot um, as women, women listening, men, like whatever you, we always do a lot. Like, especially if you on your own, like you, you, you doing something because you just either it's providing for yourself, it's providing for your kids, you providing for your family. And, and sometimes you feel like it's never enough because you're on Instagram, you're on social media, you seeing all this stuff, um, you seeing like, especially if you follow a bunch of celebrities, you seeing a money bag gift, Ari, this Lambo. And you're like, dang, like where my Lambo at? But really you ain't even talking to no nigga that got a Lambo because, you know, you still trying to get yourself together. Um, And a lot of these niggas really don't have Lambo money unless you talking to a real billionaire. Um... But yeah, and so you just keep seeing all this stuff and you're like, how isn't this happening for me? How isn't this happening for me? And you just, you got to take yourself back because multiple times I have deleted my social media. You know, this one, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to keep it. And I don't really follow that many um celebrities. But it's, it's definitely very triggering. And it's just like, what am I not doing? And you don't ever think, because he asked me, he said, how often do you stress about like finances a day? And I'm thinking, he was like, how many hours? He was like, give me an hour. And I'm just like, um, I'm thinking, I'm like, it definitely, I'm like, well, maybe I don't stress that much. I'm like, cause it definitely ain't three hours. I was like, maybe 15 to 30 minutes. I'm thinking about something like that. You know, before I find something else to do to get my mind off of it. He was like, exactly. He was like, out of 24 hours, 15 minutes. That's all it is. He was like, you, um, really... He was like, it's not a mountain, it's a molehill, and you're just making it to be, you know, more than what it is. And that's true. And we probably all do that. And you may not even think about it, but it's just like you seeing something and you just seeing all these people do this. 
Um, I remember one of my friends, they say if they see another person um, like married or engaged on their timeline, they're unfollowing them. And it's just like, it's just like, it's not your time. Like right now just isn't your time. And that's definitely something that has to be a constant reminder because so many things happening in 2020, life going so fast. And it's just like, I'm not doing enough. And it's every day I'm like, man, I want another job. Like, you know, I have a good, a good job. I have a good paying job. And I'm just like, I want more because I want to be doing more stuff. I don't ever want to limit my boys to anything that they want to do, you know? And it's just like, yeah. So basically moral of the story you just have to um whenever you're feeling stressed out you have to do those things those um things titled uh self-care those things that make you feel good and whenever you're feeling too hard on yourself or it's something that's not in your control but you know it's in god's hands you just have to um be compassionate towards yourself definitely because i um I haven't cut my hair off. I'm not going to. I'm just because literally I stress for a few minutes and then I'm good. You know, um, definitely let me know if y'all still doing that. Um, Go fund me so we can work on that child support, that 37,000. I would definitely be like so much stress would be lifted off my shoulders, you know, if that was in my bank account. Um, But yeah, so... I definitely want to talk about that because that was very fresh. Um, we, I had talked to my therapist yesterday and I was just like, this is something really good to share with the people, um, you know, because nobody's life is perfect. But, um, you know, it could be as perfect, like it could be your version of perfect. You don't have to be society's version. So definitely keep that in mind. So for... That could be like a little task. So you can find something, you can do something that is, you know, what you see as self-care. This week, whenever you're feeling stressed, don't have negative thoughts for more than 15 minutes, you know. Um, Yeah, and just don't be too hard on yourself. So because that was kind of deep, we're going to lighten it up. And y'all know my next segment <laughs> is going to be hilarious. Um so let's check that out. Okay, so to lighten it up, um, you know, this is my favorite um, segment. This is Paychecks versus Sugar Daddies. And this is where I compare and contrast a man I had to a job I had. Um, and for this one, uh, this was, I did not have a job. So... Or I, I'm really trying to think. I think this was between a summer of college that I came to Houston. So I was kind of living off of the checks that I already had um, from McDonald's, I want to say. Because I honestly cannot remember the time period. And this is crazy. But hey, doesn't matter. Nonetheless, I had some kind of money because, you know, I was alive. Yeah, so the guy, um, we're going to call him Cameron. Cameron with a K. Um, yes. So uh, I went to this church. Uh, when we came out to Houston, I've probably been going to this church for like all of my life, basically, out here. So since 14, 13, 13, 14, I've been going to this same church. Um, you know, and it was a lot of teenagers, teen kids or whatever that, that was at the church. 
and uh this drummer guy <laughs> out of everybody at the church like i'm not even trying to insult nobody i don't i don't even want to come up like a mean girl i am kind of mean but um i look different from everybody at the church they were doesn't even matter anyways um so like because everybody at the church was like the the pastor's granddaughters you know so it was like literally all family or whatever and so I was the only girl I'm just gonna say that wasn't in the family and um so yeah he uh of course he was liking me or whatever we never really talked that much and honestly when I first started going to the church I did not wear glasses and if things you will learn about me I cannot see I need glasses. Like if I don't have on glasses, I cannot see. So if you see me somewhere and I don't have on glasses, no, I cannot see you at all. Um, so yeah, like I would know he would be smiling. He was uh, dark skinned. He had like a nice white smile or whatever. And so I would just, <laughs> I would just see the smile. I would never, and this is, you know, been through like what, high school or whatever. So yeah, we was just like cool like that. And, um, yeah, he would like always smile and stuff. <laughs> and I could never really tell, but my cousins and my little sisters now, they'll always be like, oh, uh, Cameron like you. Cameron always flirting with you uh, while he playing the drums. And you know, he was a good drum player. You know, that's one thing I love praise and worship. I love praise and worship in the choir uh, at church. So um, yeah, he would always play. His mom was like a missionary um, or whatever. And yeah so we would just like after church we would kind of talk a little bit but never nothing serious because he was younger than me he was probably like two years younger than me or whatever um and <laughs> yeah so we would always talk my cousin like my brothers and my cousin would be like oh why he want to talk to you like he needs to leave you alone all of this stuff i'm just like whatever so eventually we got to the age of yeah, even throughout, like, me having a kid and stuff, he would definitely, like, you know, be playing with my son at the church and stuff like that. And, of course, it was somebody that I trusted. Like, we have been going, I've been knowing him for, you know, I saw this man every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Friday. Like, we was in church. Um, him and my grandma, uh, his mama and my grandma was, uh, like, tight. So, uh, yeah, so, of course, it's, like... This is what... Oh, didn't I think we went to the same high school? I ended up graduating from the high school that he went to. So he kind of saw me there for a little bit. Like when I had left uh, my high school, I had went to the one that he was at. And so, um, yeah, so like we always been cool. He'd always show interest in me. I was never... I was always like, dude, you're younger than me. And, you know, it's just like, whatever. But he definitely did not give up. So one day he had asked me to go to the movies um, with him at church. Like, <laughs> uh, it was a Sunday, of course. And he's just like, um, you know, Monique, do you want to go to the movies or whatever? And I'm like, and I want to say he asked my grandma first if I could go or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. And I had asked my grandma, you know, if she can like watch Dylan and so we had went to the movies it was cool um yeah i know he really liked me like we talked about a lot of stuff but it still was like oh you're younger than me but it was fine because he was he was younger than me but he was like tall and and like he was you know kind of swole like he was he was really tall he was like six something i don't know 
he was kind of like the chocolate version of Sean, the picture that I posted on my Instagram. If you have me on Instagram, just like the chocolate version of that. Um, yeah, but he kind of, it doesn't, I'm not going to go into details. So, uh, yeah, you know, so he was definitely like looking older, but he was younger. And so we had went to the movies and that kind of started something because then I would like text him all the time. You know, it's something. I don't know if it's just me as a woman, but it's like the first gesture that a nigga makes to spend money on me. He definitely going to get a little of my attention. And this was back then. So this was like the movies, you know, I love, I'm eat a hot dog and like, I'm gonna drink something. So that happened. I think before we went into the movies, we had walked around the mall because on the side of town we stay on, it's like a mall and then a movie theater is literally right next to it. So that's what happened. So as soon as that, it's like, oh, you're going to spend, you're talking about spending some money. So it's like, "Mm, okay, you in the door. And the thing is, he used to get paid to, uh, paid to play the drums, which is so funny. So he will always spend his little, uh, drum money on me you know so that happened yeah we would start texting more um and then we would start hanging out more he'll be like oh you want to go to the park or something or do you want to go here and these are things that dylan uh he would come to like if he was like oh let's go to the park he would be like oh yeah dylan bring dylan or whatever because of course dylan know him in the aspect like as this is the dude that played the drums at church not like oh my mom's dating him And so really, like, my cousins, all my cousins, like, my little sisters, they hated it. They was like, why are you talking to him? Like, ugh. And I'm like, he's so nice, though. Like, he was so nice. And at the time, like, this is just a nice guy. And so we, of course, we did a lot of things together. Um, He would always be, like, trying to come to my grandma's house because, of course, we all went to church together. So it was just like, oh, this is a thing. Like, oh, you can just hang out over here because you know, my grandma knows you. So it was, it was kind of weird too. I was just like, it was too close to home. It was like, it was just too close to home. Um, and so, yeah, we would just always hang out. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I should tell this on here, something that we did. Um, I don't know if I should tell it on here on my Patreon. Y'all think the church people going to listen to this? I don't think so. My grandma shouldn't listen to this either. But (laughs) one day, I just think this is like, this is why I said like, well, I probably didn't say this disclaimer of don't judge me, but I I will never forget. We was at his house. He had like, uh, uh, he was staying with his mom at the time or he wasn't even, I don't think he was just at his mom's house. I'm not even sure, but we definitely, this is so bad. And I see this, I used to see this woman every Sunday. We had, y'all, we had sex on his mother's bed, the missionary of the church. And, you know, I was just like, what is wrong with me? Like something is literally wrong with me. And I would see her, I would speak to her every Sunday, like nothing ever happens. And I really feel terrible about that, but you know. I honestly, I can't change it. We were so young when that happened and we should not have been doing that. Um, But yeah, we did like that's one summer. We did so many like we used to take pictures. I used to post this nigga on my um, Instagram and it would be like the 
what is the Jay-Z caption? Um, what is that? It was from the On The Run song. I'm not about to sing it. I was going to sing a little bit of it. But I used to post them little captions like... I I am so... I'm really crazy, y'all. So we did all of this stuff. He really liked me. Like, I really enjoyed him. Like, his name on my phone was probably like Black Knight or whatever. <laughs> He was so nice, but this is where things went left. We went to the park one day and Dylan was running and he would not chase him. He would just let him go off. And I'm just like, dude, you need to run. Like you're being so lazy. Like you're being so, oh, I'm gonna come back to that. Y'all even, no, I'm gonna keep going. So he didn't want to chase, he didn't want to chase him. Like he would just be so lazy and Dylan taking off full speed. And I'm just like, I ain't even got the energy. And that's one thing I want. Like I want a man who can run around the freaking park. Um, You know, by the time I get one, my boys will probably be too old for that. But definitely like, that's what I want. It's just like, come on, dude, you cannot be lazy. And then, um, so I didn't like that. That was already like, oh, come on, dude, you being too lazy. Uh, and then we had, like, he had started working. Um, cause this dude, this deacon at our church, he works for like, uh, he's some kind of manager for Dave, uh, Dave and Buster's. And so he'd be like hiring people all the time. And so he had hired him. I was supposed to work there at some point, but I honestly was like, this is not for me. At some point in my life, I was supposed to work there. He was going to put me on, but, um, yeah, so he was working there and he was complaining. He probably worked like four hours a day and he would complain about working. And I would just be like, ew, like you are complaining about standing on your feet for four hours a day. You are working part time and you are complaining like it's disgusting. That I do not like because when I worked too hard, I was not McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my feet for eight, 10 hours. Like you're complaining about working four hours and you are a big, strong man. No, sir. I was so turned off. And um, yeah, I did not like that. And the last thing that he did, the last straw. Hold on, because Devin is about to get a whoop in one second. Okay, so his iPad died, and I had bought this kid so many different chargers, um, but that's beside the point. Back to the story. So last thing, we had went to the movie theater, um, and we went to go see a Kevin Hart movie. Um, it wasn't The Laugh at My Pain. I think it was whichever one he was Benjamin Button in a backseat and saw Zebra. That one, that's the one we went and saw. So we had this movie theater, and I had knew the guy uh, that the manager at uh, the movie theater, um... And so this dude, I don't know how he did it, but he asked me in some kind of way to pay for my own ticket. And I was just like, oh, no, he didn't. Now, nonetheless, I didn't have to pay for my own ticket because, like I said, I knew the manager that worked there. But it's like you really just asked me to pay for my own ticket. And I think the ticket was like $8 or $10 or something. After you already working your little four hours a day at Dave & Buster's, after you complain about that, the nerve of you to not buy my ticket also always trying to be up at my grandma house so you can be talking to me unacceptable so um yeah I did not like that at all now of course I went and watched the movie because it was for free 
So I watched it or whatever. And after that, like the way home, on the way home, I was mad, of course. Y'all know me. Um, Yeah, so I was just mad. And I was like, ew, like you were really, you are not the man for me. You are not what I want because like, and it's, of course, it's always after you talk to somebody for so long, you start to see like their traits and their, you know, how they really are. You know, somebody can only mask and hide themselves for so long. So, of course, they're going to do everything right or try to do it right in the beginning but yeah so all these things was just starting to show and this is I didn't like it and so I'm just like no like yeah um I probably didn't I probably goes to him for a little bit and of course boom here goes Sunday because see and this is you do not talk to people you work with you do not talk to people you go to church with you you just don't and so um of course here we go on Sunday I see him and why is he singing? He's not even playing the drums. He sing this song. If y'all know, I'm not going to sing it. Uh, I love you. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today because you care for me in such a special way. That's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. He was singing that, but he kept every time he would say, I love you. He was looking me dead in my eyes and my little sisters and my cousins was like, oh my God, he's singing to you. And I'm just looking at him like, and he can kind of, he could sing or whatever. I think he's like some kind of singer now and he can sing. And I'm just looking at him like, do not do this. And I was just like, oh my goodness. So he's really like, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Look at me in my eyes. And I'm like, dude, you messed up. I can't, I can't go back because like you really messed up. And, you know, sex definitely wasn't keeping me there. So it was just like, no, I don't like that. Like, this is who you are. And even till today, he probably done asked multiple women to pay for something. Like, no, don't do that. Then you complaining about working. I hate a man who complains about working. Like, what? That's just not attractive. And what was the first thing he did? Dang, I literally just told this story and I already forgot the first thing he did. Oh, he didn't want to run around the park. And it's so funny because my best friend, whenever we talk about something or some nigga, she's just like, she'd just be like, if he can't run around the park, you don't want him. And that is a fact. I want somebody that my boys can play football with at the park or basketball with or something like do not be lazy. Like I ain't lazy. You definitely cannot be lazy. You got to work three times as hard as I work and I work hard. Okay. But yeah, so that's that story. Um, Cameron, Cameron and uh, y'all don't really have a job to compare him to. I guess y'all can kind of compare him to McDonald's. I don't know, but I wouldn't choose um, I wouldn't choose Cameron again. I had year, of course y'all know these niggas always reappear. Somehow I had reconnected with him. Uh, maybe it was on Snapchat or something. And he has like a kid now. And I know he's like a single dad. Um, if I find him, I'll get him on like a Patreon and we can do an episode and we can talk about our relationship. Um, but yeah, I know, I believe he got like sole custody of his kid now. Of course, I still be seeing his mama and stuff and his, I know his daddy because we all go to the same church. Um, so it's just weird. But definitely, um, I think I might do that if I find him. I'm sure it's not going to be hard to find him. But yeah, and then y'all can see <laughs> who my black knight was. But again, I'm still choosing whatever I was doing over him because those traits that he had back then, and maybe it's because he was young back then. I really don't like making excuses for men, but sometimes I find myself doing it often. 
those traits um, I did not like. And ladies, when you find traits in a man that you do not like, do not think they're going to change and do not think you can change them. So yeah, I didn't like it. And also ghosting isn't always the best option. I should have definitely expressed like, hey, I don't like this. You should not do this. I know now that, but back then... Uh, young me no I was disappearing and but it's kind of hard to disappear when you see somebody every week you know at church at that so yeah y'all let me know who y'all choosing and on to the next segment okay this segment is babysitter versus baby daddy or baby daddy versus babysitter whichever I am always picking, like if I had an audience right now, I would put the mic out to the audience and y'all would say babysitter because I'm picking my babysitter every time at any cost. Um, The next episode, I will have a guest. Or did I say that last time? The next episode, for real, I'm going to have a real guest and then she can tell y'all who she's picking because again, I'm sure she's going to pick her baby daddy. Okay, so we've made it to the last segment, and this is the advice segment. And so I received a DM from somebody. Hold on one second. Okay, so I received a real DM, and it reads, Do you feel like women really know when a relationship won't last, but they stay in it for whatever reason? History, love, security. Like, they just ignore all signs, or do you feel like you really don't know until you know? Um, Me, personally, I feel like women have an intuition. We know when something's not right. We know when something's not working. We know when the other person has done something. Like, we know... um. And for this, you just may not want to believe it. Um, we also do stay in situations for uh, history, love, security. Um, I know um, I'm going to share about it, not anytime soon, but uh, eventually. I'm going to share about a story like I stayed in something just because I was being taken care of. You know, like when you are, you know, when you get in that, like the security is there. Like, of course, you're going to stay because it's not... Uh, that much work on you, you know, it's less work, you know, you get in help. Um, or you may not even feel like there's nobody else out there for you. Um, I've also felt that at sometimes with like having children, it's just like, you know, is somebody going to accept me and my children? Um, so let me just stay here where this person is. Okay. I'm lying. I ain't never stay with nobody for nothing like that, but that's just an example. It's like, uh, yeah, some people do stay in it for that. I don't know. I'm not standing nothing for love. Um, that's for sure. So I don't agree to that. But for security, for sure. And I also feel like sometimes people stay in stuff because they have history. Like, dang, either I saw you through this or you saw me through this. So I'm going to stay here because I don't want to hurt you. You know, that's like a loyalty thing. Like, I don't want to um hurt you or nothing, but you're not really what I want. So I'm going to just keep you around because, you know, we've been through some things together. So what what I would look like, you know, just leaving you hanging. Um, But as women, overall, we know. So if you feel something ain't right, it definitely ain't right. Um, And I am a person I don't jump to assumptions with stuff like that. I definitely ask. And I'm sure y'all have noticed. I'm going to tell a nigga what's on my mind. 
Um, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna ask the questions, and then you're gonna know when a nigga is lying. Cause if it's your nigga and you know him well enough, you're gonna know if he twitches eye two times, or if he um starts scratching his eyebrow, or he can't even look you in the eye. So I would definitely, you know, just ask. You know, asking me this question, you already know the relationship is not um what you think it is. You know, it's dead, and you probably stand in a relationship for the history, love, and security. Like you asked, um, so don't don't play dumb or whatever, and don't really play yourself because you know sometimes everything ain't for everybody. All things run its course, and it is a million people out there in the world, you know. So that's my answer to the advice question. I hope it does help. Um, also, I want to talk about the Patreon. My link is in the bio um, if you want to join it. I will be talking about, you know, some explicit sexcapades. Uh, so if you want to join that, the link is in the bio on my Instagram. I will also, my Instagram is babymamagurupod. I will also put it in the description of this episode. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate me five stars and please leave a review. If you're on Spotify, oh, also subscribe if you're on Apple. If you're on Spotify, please follow the page um so you can be tuned into every time an episode drop um i have been getting a lot of listeners and i really appreciate that um so i just hope I, i'm keeping y'all tuned in um if it's anything you ever want me to talk about you can dm me on instagram on the patreon if you have me on there it is definitely more personal so if i was supposed to video you can literally comment under the video and uh it's more personal there but if you have me on instagram dming me is no problem and again as always thank you for listening and tuning in bye